I'm Katie. And I'm Kay. And you're listening to the Babes of Quinny podcast. Hi, my name is Holly Amon, and you may remember me from episode 36, or maybe you've seen my Instagram or Facebook post. I am the owner and head health, fitness, and mindset coach of Fit with Holly Amon. I started my fitness journey after spending years restricting, dieting, and binging, and then I was like, no, no more of that, and began focusing on getting strong, gaining muscle, and fostering a healthy relationship with food and fucking loving myself. I know firsthand the struggle of trying to be comfortable in your body and navigate the sea of fitness influencers, advertisements, and messages being thrown at you from all over the world. Over the past three years, I have dedicated myself to helping others reach their level of fitness success in a way that reflects sustainability for them. Make sure to follow me on Instagram at fit.with.holly.a and click the link in my bio for more information. Let me tell you about Dr. Yasmin and the dedicated team at Family Dental Center, where patients always come first. FDC offers a range of dental services from dental hygiene and restorative treatment to Invisalign and whitening. Their goal is to provide top quality care in a stress-free environment. And here's the best part. FDC makes going to the dentist easy with convenient hours, online booking options, direct billing to insurance, and emergency appointments. Make sure you stay up to date on all things Family Dental Center by following following them on Facebook and Instagram at FDC family. Did it. Wow. That was, that was a go. (laughs) Sorry. (sighs) That's going to be work. That's going to be great. I'm excited. Uh, welcome to the beginning of the episode. We just recorded our script. We just recorded our partnership for family dental center. And that took us seven minutes for for 30 seconds. No, I'd be like two minutes maybe of audio. But okay, cool. That's going to be some editing. There's a lot of laughter, a lot of tongue twisters. Okay. I have a bone to pick with Tara. <laughs> <laughs> Tara from Family Dental Center. Sweet baby angel. Love her to pieces. Saying the word hygienist and dentist together one after each other, one after another. It's hard. It's difficult. I may have written it though. I may have just thrown it. It doesn't matter. She proved it. <laughs> So did Dr. Yaz. We love you so much. All though. of you. We're obsessed with you, but but we're <laughs> bad at words. I'm just I'm just messing with you guys. I love you so much. Um, okay. Today so is Wednesday. Today is Wednesday. Way. This and is coming out tomorrow. Today. The reason why we are so unhinged today <laughs> is because I lied to Katie. She lied to me so bad. So I I in the morning I get to work and one of my first things is I look for things to post on the Cool 100 Facebook page. And I'm just doing my scrolling, looking on Twitter or Minding your own business. Minding my own business. Bam. Gay country music video. I'm like, what do I love more? Being gay, country music video. Perfect. Mash them into one. Mash them into one. I start watching it. Kay's like, oh, I watched this. I'm watching it. So it's about... I won't, I won't ruin it, but it's about like two minors in like the 1960s that male minors that fall in love. And it's like actually the first um, country music video that it has like a primary gay storyline, which is magical. And I'm watching it and I'm saying things to Kay and she lied to me about the ending. So by the last 15 seconds, I'm sobbing and she's sobbing behind me and I'm yelling about how she lied to me. But... It's a great music video. It is Tyler Childers Tyler? Into Your Love or something. It is called In Your Love and it's so love. good. I hope everyone watches it. There is like trigger warning. They do get beat up because they are gay. Yeah. Which I should have put a trigger warning in our story. So sorry I didn't. Um 
Oops, but I'm sorry. Yeah, I didn't love that part, but I mean, that realistically, like that happens, and that's it still happens. That still happens, and I think I'm gonna stand on a soapbox for a moment because when all these people are like, "Why, why gay rights? Why Pride Month?" Blah blah blah. I'm like, when you feel you could be beat up or killed or mm-hmm. for just being who you are walking down the street, that's why you need a month to like. You know, try to feel safe. Try and feel safe, even though try to educate everybody. Yeah. So, literally, so. just trigger warning for this one too. In the states, yeah, I there hate was this. A group of men and this guy—they were just at a gas station, and he was voguing, like minding his own business, having fun with his friends. Yep. And a bunch of people told him to stop, to stop being gay, and ended up killing him. <sighs> and it's just like. It's very disappointing. This is why Pride Month needs to be a thing, and it needs to be talked about more than just in June. June, yeah, yeah. July, July. Nope, June, June, June. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think some people also don't realize they're homophobic. They'll be like, "Well, I'm okay that you're gay, but I'm not okay with all these other gays." What's wrong with the other gays? I don't know if they're like really out there, or like. Uh, oh yeah, like yeah, or it's and like, I'm just like no, I don't no, want no. it thrown in my face. But it's like, okay, no, people are literally just holding hands. Yeah, or, and I, I think I've said that, I guess we're going on an LGBTQ yeah, discussion today, and it. I'm okay. I've said this on the podcast before, and I think I had the just, Janet and I explained to my brother, like, we were just having a chat as a family, mm-hmm. and, like, before I go away, like, when I travel, my dad's, like, oh, I think my parents are always, like, low-key worried, don't be, like, your super gay self, right? Like, just yeah. be careful, which is, yeah. Fair. And I remember saying to my brother, I was like, well, yeah, like when we're in certain countries, like until we're like comfortable or get the vibe for it, we don't hold hands or like act outwardly, quote unquote, gay, which is literally you just, just act like you're hold, in a relationship. Yeah. Um, and then I get really salty when like I see heteros doing it. And I'm like, oh, that's lucky hetero. I was just getting like walk down the beach holding hands, like not. scared (laughs) I know Um, and yeah that's like the reality of traveling sometimes when you're LGBTQ2S plus is like we have to look up what the laws are or how like the culture which sucks but it's the reality of it so take that information as you will I don't think people think about that no because they don't have to because it's like it's like here like in Canada specifically like you can go out and you can do those things, but it's like there's other countries you would literally get shot. Yeah, but I think still sometimes here there's places oh, you, you definitely shouldn't, cannot, I, or not shouldn't, but you it's it's still a threat. you're gonna get yelled at. Yeah, you'll get yelled. At. Like I've been yelled at. That's insane. I think most people have. That's we know like, like when we had Taylor from the Grind in my oh, yeah. there was like people have it, like there was hate crimes. Yeah, like that's what it was. That's what it was. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah, and people, like, being salty about the Rainbow Crosswalk. Yeah, like, let's let's just not. Let's just I know, everyone has an opinion. That's my opinion. There you go. <laughs> Honestly, fuck it. I'm so sick of people yeah. just getting into everybody else's business. Yeah. And a lot of it comes from not un- understanding their own feelings. Yeah. Preach. <sighs> that was a really fun intro. Yeah, anywho. That happened... I don't know. What else? What's going on in your life? We cried this morning. That's really, we're unhinged today. I don't know what else. Um, I don't know. I'm just like so focused on babies right now. Like other people's oh, yeah. babies. Our coworker, Cole, who is on, on the pod, 
I'll figure out what episode it was. Him and his wife are having a baby so soon. Like, she's like, due really soon. Like, her last day of work is Friday. Yeah. So we're having a taco party. Taco baby shower. Um, And I'm really excited about it. And I'm just, like, so excited for him. Because he's going to be, like, there's very be- few people where I'm, like, I know you are going to be a great parent. But, like, Cole's going to be such a good dad. Such a good dad. Oh, and Kirsten too. Like both of them are just going to be like, I'm like, if I had, if I could redo and pick my parents, I want be them. Cool. <laughs> That's fucking weird. I'm like pretty okay with my parents, but yeah, he'd be a good dad. You know what I mean? Yeah. Great dad. Going to be a great girl dad. Oh my God. I'm oh so yeah. He's excited. having a girl. I'm so excited. I'm so excited for them. It's going to be such a cute little baby. Yeah. I bought a Spice Girls t-shirt. <gasps> oh, I love that so much. Anyhow. Um... Yeah, so you're obsessed with babies. Um, Daisy had dental surgery. Oh, right. And then it turns out she has a UTI. Fun. Um, So I feel like a horrible dog mom, but... But that's not your fault. Yeah. It's like me, like if one of my kids got a UTI, I'd be like... I kind of knew like something was up, but but it seemed like it was getting better. And then when she had surgery, like the vet kind of figured it out and they test for it. And they're like, yeah, she has a wicked UTI. And I was like... Shoot, I'm horrible. Honestly, Sean Antibiotics. How are you supposed now. to know? She also like nothing phases that dog, so she acts normal. All I the mean, time. you still literally have to pee. Yeah, like and even she, if I have a UTI, like I could sit here and you would never know it. Yeah, exactly. Same so, deal. Enjoy our talk about UTIs. <laughs> <laughs> Again, unhinge. Now, uh, this week's episode. This week's episode. Who is it? Rachel. It's Rachel. Oh, fuck, I love this. I Will I know how to say her last name this week? I don't know. She told us. Bies? No. Bees. 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 Rachel Bees. Yes. She's so fun. Like, honestly, I knew that I would like her just based on her, like, what she puts out into the world on social. And it's yeah. like, I know everyone's kind of like, you know, you know, social media is not real. It's like, it is not real. But, like, she's so honest. She does keep it real. With her audience. And I just think she is a lovely human. And her nails were really pretty. Her nails were so pretty. I tried to find a neon green. Didn't. That's not it. Neon yellow or whatever color she had. But it. I painted my nails. They're cute. I like that yellow. It's a Barbie by OPI. Oh, that's fun. Um, And it's chipped as shit. But I tried to copy you, Rachel. She's close. No, it's not even close. It's yellow versus green. Um, This was also one of the one, uh, a guess where you... Knew a fair, you knew a lot about her because you follow her on Instagram. You've yeah. kind of been through their journey. And then I was, didn't know anything. Yeah. I followed her, like, we followed her on Babes. I think I followed her a couple, like, weeks ago. And then I was doing the research to write the intro. And I was like, holy. <laughs> then I got real nervous, but she was so fun, so open, very much our energy. Yeah. Um, and again, we love when people come on and are just so open. I about. like when we also surprise each other with stuff like that. Yeah. Where it's like, I'll know nothing about the guests that you're like stoked about. And I'm like, okay, I'm just going to ride this because like, if you're stoked, I know it's going to be fine. Yeah. I always know if, if it's a guest you're bringing on, they're going to be sick. So I'm really excited. So I guess you I'm just, yeah, I'm really excited about this episode. I hope everybody loves it as much as I do. Okay. Enjoy. Bye. Today we have a transplant who moved to the county a couple years ago. She has made it home with her son and has immersed herself in the community. She is resilient and jumps in head first. Rachel Beast is a caterer, private chef, registered nutrition, and writer, plus is on a new journey of owning a boutique property management company. 
She has an open book and shares the good, the bad, and the ugly to her over 13,000 Instagram followers. The introduction would be too long if we told you everything, <laughs> so we are going to let her tell you herself. Babes of Quinny, please welcome Rachel Bees. Bye. Perfect. Oh. It's okay. Over- <laughs> you know what? You can call me whatever you want. Overall inspiring queen. There we go. We got through it. Holy. <laughs> Every time I'm so bad with letters and someone will tell me their name and then two seconds later I'm like, huh? Oh, I'm the same way. Especially after having a kid. Like I had no memory and now I like get up and go to a room in the house and I'm like, why I don't, am I here? I don't know why I'm here. <laughs> like, what am I doing? How do we get here? <laughs> I got out of bed. I'm like staring at myself in the mirror. I'm like, what am I supposed to do now? Yeah. Like, oh, right. Brush my teeth. <laughs> <laughs> what was I doing? I forgot to do that on Sunday. I was like getting ready to go and then I took my meds and then I looked at him in the mirror. I was like, wait, wait, brush that, my teeth. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> that fuzzy feeling yeah, when like, you're Whoa. like, damn it, I forgot to do that. And then my meds give me dry mouth. So it's just like a yeah. cycle of horribleness. Girl, I get it. I literally went to the dentist last week and she was like, your meds. I was like, what about them? She's like, they're giving you dry mouth. I was like, yeah. are they? Because yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. Well, I take anxiety meds and they give me the same thing. Yeah. yeah. And like, 40 minutes after, I'm like, where's my water? Yeah, like, Why is my sparkling water in my mouth? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I didn't know that I had dry mouth until she told me. Yeah. Oh. And now it's all I noticed. You were like, oh, this no. is normal. Yeah. I thought, <laughs> You're like, our mouth's really super dry. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm, I'm sitting there and my mouth is open and she's just doing her thing. And I'm like, does that mean my breath stinks? There, is that how you're telling me? No, that's like halitosis, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. That's, that's like different. a whole other... I think dry mouth is just like dry mouth. the opposite of wet mouth. There was an episode. But like halitosis is like is like stinky mouth. So as long as someone's calling you stinky mouth, comes from within. It's the gut. It's the gut connection. So now serious, (laughs) very serious first question. Okay, what's your favorite potato chip? Oh geez, ketchup, ketchup, yeah, ketchup, but extra ketchup with like the ridges. Um, I'm the person that will like, I don't care if there's someone sharing the bag, like I'll be digging for the like super bright red ones. Okay. Yeah. I don't want no half ass dressed mm-hmm. potato chip, but ketchup and all dressed. Have you tried the double crunch? I don't know what that means, but I, I like okay, it. Okay, so Ruffles <laughs> yeah. does this, like, it's like the Ruffle chip. Yeah. The ridges are really deep. Yeah. And Extra it's seasoning. Like, there's, it, the seasoning is insane and it's like a kettle chip. Oh. oh, but not, it, but it has like really big ridges and the crunch is insane. That oh. feels like that's going to be a car snack road oh, trip it's, to it's Toronto a loud today. One. So if anyone yeah. has like misophonia, <laughs> not your chip. Not. Okay. Uh, well, my son just is always annoyed at me. So yeah. whatever. I'll just How crunch. old is he? Four, but going on 85. Okay. Yeah. yeah he's <laughs> is a, he's he an a, old man? He's a curmudgeon. Yeah. He like word. hates when people park in front of our house. Hates when like we go to a restaurant and the music's too loud. Like his favorite, he doesn't like sweets. His favorite cookie is like a digestive biscuit. <laughs> like, I want to be his best friend. Like that feels right. He's like, but he's also like a maniac sometimes too. And very funny. Loves to dance and sing. He's adorable. And he's very cute. He's That's, cute. He I was lurking your it, Instagram though. last night. Yeah, and he his knows name, it. Can I say his name? Yep. Bowie. Like, yeah. what a sick name. Yeah. After Do you David, really like David Bowie? I really like okay. David Bowie. And he knows he's named after David Bowie. So now he asks Alexa every morning to play David Bowie. And then he has a dance party in the kitchen. It's pretty cute. It's sassy, but it's cute. Yeah. I'm here for this. I have a yeah. three-year-old. Girl or boy? Like boy. Yeah, they're crazy. I also Wait have four. a girl. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you know the difference then. You've seen it. Well, she's your... 14. Yeah. And then he... That's a babysitter right there. I know. It, honestly, <laughs> no one prepares you for how much your kids love each other. Oh. It's so freaking cute. She's constantly annoyed by me. Yeah. But the second the he team. walks in anywhere, she's, she's like, no, 
I just want him around. And that's cute. Yeah, it's adorable. that's amazing. Yeah, because four, you're gonna want her around for four. Because oh, four, yeah. like fuck you fours, they're the it's hardest just, thing I've ever been. To, like, is that what they're called? Fuck you fours. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah, it's like terrible twos where nothing on this. Like honestly, there's days, and because it's just him and I full time, mm-hmm. there's days where I'm just like. Oh my God, I just want to run away. But you can't. Yeah, that's yours. That's child abuse. (laughs) (laughs) So we just handle it. But I think we're both sick of each other at this point where we just need, he's going to go stay with my dad for uh, almost a week in August just so we can have a a break. Yeah. And I'm going to go on a little girly trip with old friends just to actually like reset my patience level. Yeah. People don't realize that parents still need a break from their kids. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's healthy to have a break. Like, you shouldn't be, my theory is, like, dating, friendships, kids, you shouldn't be around someone 24-7. Oh. Like, that's just too much. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, People, I I come from a history of very codependent relationships. Yeah, I've been there. (laughs) And I'm just like, I was like, okay, so, like, now, like, I'm single. I'm like yeah, getting out ready there. Ready to mingle. Ready to mingle. But like, I also don't want someone to need me. No. I want someone to have their own, their own thing. Yeah. Like they have, you know, friends that they hang out with. They have hobbies. Yeah. They have. They're an individual. Yeah. Yeah. Like they ha- they don't need me to, you Build know, their solve life. their problems yeah. or. You don't want to fix wrapper. I've done, the, I've done like decades of fixer I uppers. did so many fixer And then they go off and get married. I'm like, you're welcome. Yeah. Thank I'm like, you. I'll fix you. I got this. Yeah. And yeah. now that I'm finally ready to date, there's literally like, I don't know where you guys are hiding, but like, <laughs> Come it's, on it's, all, it's all dirtbags. <laughs> don't. Well, you're in the county now. Too. <laughs> yeah. I like, and the, I, I mean, Toronto was not even great. Like I would date a guy in New York for a few months. I married an Australian, like there's nothing in Toronto. And then I move here where the dating pool is just like, it's a fraction. Yeah. And I'm like, Enjoy. and there's so like many fishing. amazing single women in the county I with know. like professionals with kids or no kids and just like mm-hmm. badass women. And like, they're like, are you they're dating? And I was like, I mean, I'm on the apps, but there's, you're not going to find shit there. Yeah. You need I to check it like once every two months. Cause I'm like, you need to like, this is sad. <laughs> <laughs> what you need to do is start a podcast yeah, and just, <laughs> and just, and just, and just, and just start interview. inviting them yeah. in and every it's, it's podcast. a free interview for dating. Yeah. It's like you know a blind why? date. Cause my girlfriends are like, any, cause my ex is a terrible human. Um, so they're like literally next to like a blood sample. We need to know the next person that comes into our lives. Yeah. Especially with Bowie too. Right. Like, well, yeah, for sure. Yeah. We're really uh, fortunate. We have amazing friends and my dad's awesome. And, uh, male friends and female friends, but yeah, eventually I'm like, I don't want to keep getting cats. Like, not that there's anything wrong with cat ladies. How many I cats like, do you have? I have one right now, but one. I'm very close to getting two. She's on three. You're on three, but you're still dating, so there's hope. No, but yeah, so yeah, <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. So you can still have cats, and people want to date you. Yeah, okay, yeah. I didn't know that. I thought she was like, well, like I'm dating someone, but I'd date someone with cats. All right. I'd be like, I, I so feel like cat, like that, that's like not a red flag. No. no. It shouldn't be a red flag. What about all my emotional baggage? No. No. <laughs> no. That means you've been through shit. Yeah. And, and you're Lord. still going. Yeah, so. I'm still going. There's I no, there's no way else. Yeah. What is your emotional shit? Let's talk about that. <laughs> oh, Lord Jesus. How much time do we have? Uh, I don't know. I mean, dated the wrong people, married the wrong person, uh, didn't... Um, didn't have confidence in myself and that's taken like a big journey especially like I didn't really have time to like 
uh, like revel in it. Like I had to kind of because I was pregnant with Bowie and like we fled Australia and yeah. I had holy to, shit yeah like so you got pregnant and you were like married to I was Australia, pregnant here in Australia got married for immigration and then like fled just because there was a myriad of reasons. Um, wild and. So then came home and was pregnant. Actually came to the county to live with one of my best friends, Kat. Um, and then didn't really have time to be like, I'm depressed. I'm sad. I'm breaking up my marriage. It's kind of like, fuck it. You got to just like, you know, had like some stuff. Yeah. But had to like just. And because he kind of uh, messed us up financially, I had to go back to work day four of Bowie's birth. <gasps> oh, so my I God. haven't stopped. So everyone's like, <laughs> like friends would send me texts on Matt Leaves. They're like, we're so bored. And I'm like, I love you so much, but fuck off. Like, yeah. Oh, <laughs> I'm like, my God. I, I, I forget what boredom feels like, you know? Like, yeah. Um, not, well, I mean, I'm also a sucker and keep making businesses. So, I mean, it's my own fault. Um, but yeah, I think personal growth has really uh, been a priority. The last year has been a lot easier for me mentally, like and good anxiety meds, good people, like getting rid of the fight or flight constantly, mm-hmm. like, you know, so hard. And then um, I think my newish thing that I had to learn was like financial literacy. Um, no one teaches you that. No one teaches you that. You know, you're like, thank yeah. God I know what an isosceles triangle is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like, it's like, hi, I want to do my taxes. That's I a right count. angle. <laughs> yeah. Like, I've never What's used that insurance? Once. You yeah. know, like, these are the questions. Yeah. <laughs> So that, like, I'm actually going to be working on a campaign in the fall. Um, I can't say the company, but just kind of highlighting and showcasing, like, divorced women and how you had to come become financially kind of, like, independent and confident and intelligent. That's so cool. Yeah. So that was, like, um, uh, the Rebel Mamas, which is an awesome group mm-hmm. in well, all over now. But they kind of, um, they would throw events. And I went to a well simple one. And then it kind of stuck because everyone I dated, they kind of were in control of finances and stuff mm-hmm. and I never really had the interest but it's different when you're by yourself and you're like no I'm gonna do this but yeah so that's like my new thing but yeah emotional like mental baggage I guess just like feeling like I'm a human and not worthless that's always you know. hey when you can get to that point once yeah. you've clawed to that point yeah because you don't want to put on your kid either right yeah yeah but in the Barbie movie no, I want to. It's at the drive-in, but yeah. I also don't like bugs. So I think we're going to wait till it like goes to theater and get a sitter and then go. Okay. I heard it's good. So it or changed my life. Really? Straight up. I Greta. watched it Friday night. Yeah. Um, I did not illegally download it from the internet. Okay. Um, so I'm sitting in my bedroom. She doesn't like to leave her house. <laughs> I, I, I have very bad social anxiety. I I don't, but every time I get into bed, I'm like, how can I live and work and operate from my bed? Yeah. <laughs> so I, I am bed. watching the Barbie movie on yeah. Friday night and I am sobbing <gasps> because she explains my anxiety. She Aww. explains all the things I've been feeling my entire life. Oh, Greta. And then it. I was like, it's like it taught me how to just not give a shit. Good. And I'm like, I think everybody needs to watch this movie. All right. It's on my list. In a way that's like anyone who's ever felt like insecure or, you know, like they're not worth it or they can't dress the way they want or be who they want. Oh, God. Daily, man. Honestly, it's... I I, I don't have enough good words for this movie. All right. Well, now it's a priority. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, thank you. I'm excited. And I'm happy that you felt that way. Yeah. That's like so gave stoked. you some like it gave extra me like a different like, strength that I didn't know I needed. Good. And that's why I'm wearing leopard today. I, I like it. it. I like the animal print. Yeah. yeah. For those I was that like, know I me, never... know I'm yeah. 
And I'm like, today I was like, you know what? I want to wear overalls and I want to wear leopard. So I think you it. should rock that more. I'm going to. Yeah, fuck it. I yeah. like it. <laughs> and your pink blazer. I love your pink blazer. I love a pink blazer. <laughs> Did you? Um, But you have this like incredible resume as I was Googling you last night. <laughs> but how did you, like, did you leave high school and go to post-secondary? And did you, did you have anxiety through all this? Because I feel like you did crazy things. I think I had anxiety. I didn't know it. I think uh, I, I love my parents, but I was pushed pretty hard to be really great at stuff and not make mistakes so I think that kind of stemmed from my anxiety yeah so I think that like in a good way it you know propelled me to accomplish things but also it like it messes with your mental health you Mm -hmm. know like Mm -hmm. when I went back to school and got my diploma in applied nutrition I was so like because I'm not a math or science like brain, like I'm more, you know, creative and whatever. Mm-hmm. So I would give myself like fake tests before the exams because the exams were like 60 pages and I wanted to get honors. And then I finished with a 3.9. I wanted a 4.1, but I still graduated with honors. But there was one class that I got to be in and I was so obsessed with it that I was like, should I just do it again? Which is like an extra thousand dollars. And like, I just couldn't see that I did so well mm-hmm. that I had to do like some that internal voice just my mother um was in my head and I was like but then I was like okay I just appreciate so um from high school like even in high school I was in like lots of clubs and played volleyball and was a good student and you know just that pressure like played piano Mm -hmm. played you know yeah and I don't want to push that on my kid Mm -hmm. so now I'm trying to like part of my therapy and stuff with my therapist is like just enjoying the moment in front of you instead of always like being like what's next what's better what's different so that mm-hmm. that's really challenging for that. me it's so difficult yeah, I've done a lot because I also maybe think I have ADHD you're just- giving me big ADHD vibes <laughs> you're in a room with two ADHD and I'm like she feels at home here yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think like I'm just like I like doing new stuff and not because I want to like make less life for myself or room for myself I just really like working with cool people and Mm -hmm. doing cool things Mm -hmm. and new projects because I also think like everything's an evolution too right like I was in fashion for years but that was a lot of late nights so when I was in my late 20s early 30s I was like okay food has always been a thing let's get to the other side of this and do nutrition and then when I started doing private catering and like hosting events and stuff like that the hours were I got to you know curate them Mm -hmm. so it wasn't like I mean, I still bartended and stuff, which is obviously late night and stuff. But like now I've curated my life and people are like, oh, would you ever do a bricks and mortar? And I was like, no, because I can be home most nights yeah. by 839 mm-hmm. back with my kid. He gets to stay up a little later and then, you know, work Sunday mornings and then take Sunday off for like family stuff or friend yeah. stuff. Yeah. So I've done a lot, but I'm trying to hone in what makes sense for me and my small mm-hmm. family and also just like spending time with friends and like you know going to the city for a couple days this week and being able to you know and like making time for stuff like this like I love this stuff yeah but yeah so but I do think I have ADHD I feel like I should be like hey dog hey hey I had to it was like starting this podcast because Kay has ADHD and my partner has ADHD and I was diagnosed bipolar too but when I went on meds for it it like fucked me up I was like I should probably just die but I didn't I pulled through and then amazing but then as I hung out with her and then my partner learned more about it, I was like, this really seems like yeah. I could have this. And then I found out a lot of women get mixed diagnosed bipolar when they have oh. ADHD. So I didn't know that. Yeah. Or not diagnosed at all. Yeah. 
That's because I don't, yeah. As like children were taught to mask it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? So it's like when I hit, I think it was like 33, maybe 34. And I was like, hey, doctor, I took this test on the internet. <laughs> the and, internet. Google told me that I'm, I need some more meds. Yeah. Google told me And so. then like last week I was like, I found another, like it was like a research study that's still ongoing about autism and just like the different kinds of it. Yeah. And I'm spectrum. like, oh shit, I think I'm also autistic. Yeah. So other things. There's pro- and I'm sure like my girlfriend and I were talking about this the other day that like probably most people today, especially in this culture where we're like, so driven in this and like there's no time for rest or mm-hmm. relaxation and yeah. you're you know it's a badge of honor if you have like if you're I'm so busy I'm so busy I'm so, yeah. busy. I'm so like, much busy you know suck it. Yeah. I think probably a lot of people have ADHD oh, yeah. or like a version of it just cause like people are pushed so hard and you know with like the cost of living mm-hmm. and like people not paying enough like you feel most people have to have like 17 jobs yeah. just to mm-hmm. afford living anywhere let yeah. alone the well, county or the city which are very expensive. Very expensive. Yeah. Like yeah. even just like I was like, if I didn't, if my parents didn't buy my place yeah. for me, I'd yeah. be fucked. Yeah. Like there's no way. Yeah. No. Like it's like I have two kids, one income. Yeah. yeah. And three cats. Well, that's the thing. Like <laughs> I, you have two kids. You're already like a superhero to me. But like one income, one kid, and then some. Biz- you're just like I was like, what's retirement? What's pension? What's that like? like? <laughs> what's a, what are those things? Like what? What are benefits? What are all these things that people keep talking about? Yeah, that's but the yeah. one thing that my mom always told me. She's like, she's like, if your company offers an RRSP contribution, she's like, just do it. Oh, absolutely. So I did. Yeah, or matching or anything like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like all of it. So I thankfully started doing that when I was like in my early 20s. Oh, that's You're so good. smart. That's everyone do that. Yeah, I didn't know everyone what it meant do that. I didn't know Don't why like I was us. doing it. <laughs> be like you. But yeah, like, I also know. didn't know why Google I was it, doing it. it or what it was but doing. But also I knew take, it was good. Yeah. And um, yeah. Also take a test online for ADHD guys. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then talk to your doctors. Please. Yeah. <laughs> please go talk to your doctor. Because honestly, it changed my life. Oh, I can imagine. Like getting medicated. Yeah. I had my yearly review with like the bald men downstairs yeah. who are our bosses. Yeah. And they're like, the something in you is different. I was like, oh, hey, guess what? I'm, I'm medicated. medicated. Yeah. They're like you're completely different yeah. like because I can focus things I know how my brain works mm-hmm. yeah. and I can use that and it is now my superpower yeah. well I like that you're using this forum too as like not hiding it because I think okay. like it's good to be honest about you know mental health and mm-hmm. absolutely and if you are on meds and stuff and that's not like take the taboo away from it because oh, yeah. that's okay like yeah. it helps you live better and be better and feel better like inside yeah. it out and why, why hide that you know and exactly. could maybe help someone else figure out that maybe that's not so bad and mm-hmm. they could use it too right yeah the other thing I really wanted to do like specifically with this podcast it's like I have all these mental illnesses like yeah. I am unhinged I cry a lot and it, I can still do that and like be really good at my job absolutely yeah. and I it's think that a lot a of people box. think they're like oh my god okay so you're like depressed that means you're not successful or you're yeah. not whatever and I'm just like fuck you. Yeah. Yes, I'm depressed. And yes, I cry a lot. Yeah. And I'm scared about everything. Yeah. Um, but like, I'm killing it. Like you're I'm, killing it uh, and you're, you're working through it and working beside it. Yeah. Which then you figure out how it works for you and how yeah. you can still. Exactly. And I think that I just, people, I seem to, I assume this. <laughs> People think like there's like that whole stigma. It's like around mental health and it's like, okay, if you admit to it, then it's like you must be like that picture of depression or anxiety or whatever that you see in the media. And I'm just like, that's not how it works. Yeah. 
For the people in the back who may not have been listening, my name is Holly Amon, and I am the owner and head coach of Fit with Holly Amon. I have been keeping it real over the past three years and helping individuals feel comfortable in their bodies by promoting balanced lifestyles. I offer a variety of options to be in my world and learn and grow from wherever you are. Anywhere from one-on-one online coaching, which is my personal fave, to fitness and nutrition membership options that fit your needs. And hey, if you aren't really in the market for a coach, but kind of want to see what I'm all about and maybe maybe get some cool freebies and cool advice, check out the link in my Instagram bio and in the show notes for access to my private Facebook group and subscribe to my emails because that's where all the goods, i.e. deals and mini offers go first. Like my free mini macro masterclass happening August 16th at 6 p.m. Don't worry, you got time to get in. And for more information, tap the link in the show notes below and make sure to follow me on Instagram at fit.with.holly.a. In case you missed it, we love the Family Dental Center. After years of struggling with dental anxiety, I finally felt comfortable booking an appointment thanks to the wonderful Dr. Yasmin. Locally owned and operated with offices in Belleville, Frankfurt, and Coburg, the Family Dental Center has a team of highly qualified caring dental professionals using modern technology to offer patients a stress-free and amazing dental experience. But that's not all. FTC offers a wide range of dental services to meet your needs and ensures your trip to the dentist is convenient. Let's not forget their deep commitment to the community. They actively engage by providing educational initiatives like FTC Goes to School, offers services such as Free Dental Day. To stay updated on all the incredible work the Family Dental Center is doing for our community, make sure to follow them on Facebook and Instagram at FDC Family and visit their website, FamilyDentalCenter.com. You're very open on your social media about your struggles. Do I try to be. Really? And like, especially the solo mom stuff and leaving, a, you know, a, a bad relationship. I've had some women come forth in my DMs and uh, if I can help just one person, like just find the strength or like even tell them that it's it's harder to be solo, full-time parent. But the alternative is, you know, you have control, you get your self-worth back, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. So it's going to be harder, but you're you're going to be way more content and fulfilled. So I've, I think I've helped some women in the past. So if just me being honest about stuff that I went through, um, I even just like honest parenting. Cause mm-hmm. I think parenting is insanely hard. It's wild. You guys are crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, like, people I admire don't talk, parents. Like I, people talk. It's, it's like, Oh yeah. And it's like, sometimes I hate my kids. Oh yeah. I like, like I, I tell Bowie, I was like, you know, we can be mad at each other. Mm-hmm. You can be mad at mommy. I can be mad at you. Um, but we always love each other. I was like, but there's going to be times where we do not like each other and that's okay. Mm-hmm. As long as we talk about it, mm-hmm. um, we're going through a very aggressive stage right now. So, uh, I think we're going to, uh, girlfriend's mom is a behavioral therapist. So I think like that's where we have to go because nothing else is working. Yeah. But when you see moms that are like, oh, it's baking cookies and my life is so good. I'm like, where's the, what? Where'd you get your kid? Where'd your kid come <laughs> yeah, from? Like, what, what is it a hell? robot? Because I was like, my kid's, my kid's like funny and sweet and yeah. awesome. But there's also like 30% that's like demon. Like, oh, yeah. I'm like, so what? people need to talk about how hard yeah. it is and how shitty it is sometimes. And that there's no support, especially for solo parents. Mm-hmm. It's so or even like co-parenting parents. There's no financial support. There's no like government support. There's no, no, there's nothing. And then you still, everyone expects you to be in it and okay and love your kid all the time. And like, you know, be social and 
be successful and not be depressed and, you know, bake muffins yeah. and like all this. Oh, and yeah. You're like, Show up to like all the Jesus. schooling events yeah. and volunteer for the class. I'm like, I don't have time to do this. No, and I would have loved to be that mom that was yeah. constantly in the classroom volunteering, going on school yeah. trips. But I'm like, if I don't go to work. Like at the time, I can now. Yeah. But like if I didn't go to work at my last job, I didn't get paid. Well, that's the thing, right? Like even um, him being in preschool and like the amount of times he'd get sent home and then you can't go home for two days or you can't go back to school. Mm-hmm. It's like I'd have to cancel meetings or like yep. food stuff or caterings. Mm-hmm. And it's like if I had a job that was for someone else, mm-hmm. I would be fired like seven times over. Like how do they expect parents to be there for their kids if they don't have a full-time nanny? You know, it's like... There was a thing on threads the other day. It was just this guy saying, like, people don't give solo parents, like, dads, moms, anyone, they, them, enough credit. And he's like, most parents, and dual parents, too, but you're doing the job of, like, seven people. Because, mm-hmm. like, you're, oh, yeah. a, you're a chauffeur, you're a cook, you're a therapist, you're a doctor, you're this. You still have your Scheduling. own real job. Yep. You have, you know, you got to keep the house clean. You got to keep the pet fed you gotta like do the garden you gotta do this you gotta make healthy meals you gotta meal prep you gotta like you know so that's right it's insane it's crazy yeah i can't no i gave i was like you know it's impossible to even try (laughs) i finally caved and decided that i need to hire someone to do my garden for me yeah because i'm like i can't i can't do it like that's where it ends for me well yeah and it's good and then you're supporting community too right you're helping someone else and employing them and I think if you have the means to hire out and outsource things yeah. that also support other people then why not you know yeah like like I already have someone that does the lawn and the snow yeah. shoveling yeah and I'm like my front garden is a hot mess my tomatoes are a bit messy right now but I just look at them because I'm like oh they worked <laughs> I was like I'm keeping two things living right now we got it. <laughs> yeah that's yeah. a success right. though yeah. yeah I mean yeah I made a salad with them so like beautiful I'm like, pretty pretty proud yeah <laughs> i'd be proud of you too mm. how did did you have cooking experience before you became a nutritionist like how did you get to where you are now as a private chef <sighs> so i um since i was a kid i loved food and then my grandparents uh no longer with us but they were a huge influence they had gardens they were like off the boat from holland had gardens so like i remember as a kid just like uh grabbing like tomatoes warm from the sun and just putting sea salt on it and Mm. eating it and it being like this is good yeah and my grandmother on my dad's side she was like an awesome cook very simple though like Dutch food is very like, you know, different cuts of meat that you braise to tenderize Mm -hmm. it and then lots of like potatoes and like Mm -hmm. stuff like that. But it was just perfect. Like it was just felt like a hug. Mm -hmm. And then my family was very into food. My dad cooks a lot, too. And then like when I was like nine or 11, I was responsible for like one meal a week for the family. And then when I moved away to school, like none of my roommates could cook. So then we do like family cooking nights. And then I was in like bars and restaurants and then started doing like apprenticeship with chefs and caterers and like one guy that had a food line and then went back to school for nutrition and just started. My first original name was RB. What was it called? Rachel B's Nutrition. Um, And then I didn't want to pigeonhole myself. So I went more into like because it's not just especially after I've been a kid. It's like everything. Um, but yeah, and then just got some really like never advertised, never whatever, and then just worked on my skills and lots of, um, you know, trial and error, lots of reading, lots of cookbooks, mm-hmm. lots of travel, uh, going to just little hole in the walls and seeing how they do stuff like tasting and 
and we traveled a lot as a kid too so like curries and stuff like I wasn't mm-hmm. afraid of them where my kid now like hates everything um, but yeah it was just kind of like a love and then when it, it like full time after nutrition school and just love it like the clients I get to work with are amazing That's um, so cool so it started in Toronto. It started as a kid yeah. in like Cornwall, Montreal area, <laughs> Ottawa. And then, yeah, it just kind of like, it never stopped. Yeah. It was just kind of like, especially like being a kid, like a teenager and like 20s in the food industry, you get to try so oh, much yeah. and like, mm-hmm. you know, cocktails and this and that. So it just, whatever I was working, it was just kind of like, I'd be like, oh, cocktails, cocktails yeah. are cool. Like, you know, but then it was called mixology, which like you say anyone that now they'd cringe at you. They'd be like, oh, you were a mixologist. Like, it. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, um, but yeah, I just find it fascinating that you can take these really cool quality ingredients and keep it as simple as possible, but make it just so like, and that's my love language, like cooking for people, yeah. friends, clients, like you know, friends have babies. I just bring over a big care package of mm-hmm. food because I'm just like, you know, flowers are great. All that's great. But you're starving. You're thirsty as fuck. And like, it's so time. nice just to open the fridge yeah. and not have to worry about that. Right. I think that's like, that's like a hug. Right. Yeah. So, but yeah, it kind of like started here and then just kind of there was, I've always had one foot in some mm-hmm. sort of culinary industry. And then, yeah, it just kind of became full time. And is that when you became a writer too? Like after you were in the food scene in yeah, after school? Yeah, it was like I was still in like fashion, slowly going into food before I was in nutri- nutrition. Um, and then I started writing for She Does the City when they first started. And really. yeah, McNeely, who I love, <laughs> Jen. Um, and then I just kind of started doing like smaller stuff. And then like eco-parents and then like social media kind of like started going somewhere. And yeah, people would interview me for things. I was working with cool clients and then sort of like naturally became like an ambassador with some cool brands and then started doing like food stages and hosting things and like being on panels and speaking about like, you know, nutrition and wellness with like being a parent or just like keeping nutrition so you don't burn out just healthy habits as like a woman that does a lot of stuff like there's so many of us that do multiple things Mm -hmm. jobs and hobbies and whatever that you need to you know Mm -hmm. the basics drink some water movement you know try to meditate or whatever that version is for you yeah um yeah that's so wild yeah that is a timeline and i like it i just like fangirled so hard i was like (laughs) oh my god i know she does the same (laughs) yeah and jen yeah like yeah she was, it was fun and uh, she just took a step back and uh, but it's cool to keep in contact with people that like I mean it was like 15 years ago yeah no like, that's like it's yeah. weird to say that because it's like I did like when I lived in I lived in Toronto for like 2005 to like 2008 yeah and it's like it's funny because I kept in contact with a lot of those people yeah and it's like okay like to see where some people are now I'm just like holy shit like yeah. I know I knew you when you were, yeah. you know, doing lines in the bathroom at like yeah. the Silver Dollar. Yeah. All <laughs> oh, the good old days. <laughs> you know, it's like okay, like that's our early twenties. Yeah. But now it's like okay, it's like, like a lifetime ago. Okay. I mean, it has. It, or it's like I went to like this really weird vice party once, and it was like in somebody's basement, yeah. and it was just literally like concrete walls and now it's like oh wait now that band is touring the country and they're like actually a big deal 
That's I remember so seeing uh, my one of my first roommates in the city. He was the manager for. Um, It'll come to me. But uh, Sam Roberts opened for them at one of the universities. This is like ages ago. Mm -hmm. And uh, then years later, became friends with the whole band through uh, one of an old friend that knew them and actually like went to end up going to Chicago and saw them like record one of their albums. Like it's just so weird. But also like Sam Roberts was like just Brother Dam came out. And now like. Um, the drummer Josh just got married and they've been together for like five and it's weird like everyone's kind of like you see people at their beginning stage and then you see them like 15 years later like grown up established and like more chill and like you know or with kids or no kids and it's like wow we used to be like badasses (laughs) it's funny too because like through the radio stations through cool like there is so many like people like musicians who yeah. were like in punk rock and like metal and all this stuff and they are now country touring musicians yeah, yeah. and i'm like i knew you when you had a thrash metal band <laughs> <laughs> and we were all angry about everything all the time and you said my feelings <laughs> literally yeah. and it's like okay now you're playing country music and now you can probably like also relate to that more now because you're like well, yeah. oh yeah i did leave my husband yeah <laughs> my dog did die <laughs> I really like, don't yeah. like beer, but you know, we'll make I it did. Work. Yeah, that's oh, funny. That's cool though. Yeah, yeah. life is weird, man. Life is weird, it's... and like, yeah. I mean, I remember being in high school and thinking like twenty five was old. Yeah, and like you were gonna be married and have two kids and like the house. And then the older I got, the less I wanted that. Yeah. And one of my best girlfriends in high school, she like was still friends with her, and she wanted that, and she has it, and she's the happiest, and she's like an educator, all that. And a couple of us have similar, and I'm like the one that has the kid, but probably the most like least conventional of mm-hmm. parenting and whatever. But yeah, I just that's why like, I'm in the like, friend group. Yeah, yeah, right. I was like, why did I think 25 was old? 25 was nothing. <laughs> oh my god, yeah. Like I look back now, and I'm just kind of like, 27. I think is such a pivotal year. Yeah, for everyone. That's when it's like, okay, like I'm gonna either continue partying yeah <laughs> or i'm gonna grow up yeah or we're gonna make different decisions or mm-hmm. i'm gonna change i don't know I, f- I find that whenever i talk to people 27 you s- is just 27 was a weird year for me yeah that's what i'm yeah. saying i'm wrapping it up and 27 was like my long-term relationship ended mm-hmm. i was like a single parent again and i was like you know what like this is gonna be the year that everything changes and yeah. then i just grabbed life by the balls and just there you go ripped them out yeah girl Rip those what balls out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we'll see what 28 brings for me. <laughs> Wait, you're 28? I'm turning yeah. 28 in September. Oh my God. Girl, hang on to it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel sunscreen. like. Sunscreen. Also, yeah, don't worry about sunscreen. things. Yeah, I think that's because in high, like I had crippling anxiety yeah. as a child and then all the way through. But I think school and university, they all. It all makes it seem like when you're done here, you have to get your job and then stick with that no. job. And that is what you were to do for the rest of your yeah, life. I and don't I, believe in that. No, I think that kind of sets you up for failure. Absolutely. So Well, then it's like now it's like you finish school. It's like so you get your four year degree. And then what? It's yeah. like there's no jobs yeah. in certain fields. It's like, OK, like yeah. you told me my whole life that I would yeah, I would do this and then I would have yeah. this. Yeah, Where's I would be able to buy a house and yeah. I would be able to support my family. It's so like, yeah. I can't do any of yeah. that. Yeah. Like, I, yeah. You know what I mean? But like, I love, you know, I just talked to someone on the weekend and he is like, 
I think he's in his mid thirties, but he's going back to like teacher's college now because yeah. he got his red seal in carpentry over COVID. And now he's going to become like a, like a professional teacher. Of That's carpentry. amazing. And I'm like, people need to tell you more that you can change paths later in life. Well, like, what is it? Was it the four, no, was it four day work day? I've read the yeah. book now, but essentially it was like people, average people that kind of do this mentality, mm-hmm. not the rigid stuff, but change their careers up to eight times in their life. And you know, it's, it's evolution. You change, yeah. right? Like yeah. you grow, you develop, like, like I love food and stuff. Food will always be a huge thing, but also like launching the property management too. It's like, it's scalable. You know, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm only, I'll be 43 this year, which by no means I feel old, but you know, I, I eventually I would like to staff it out and yeah. like build it in yeah. more into like books and maybe a food line and then maybe work with the property management. You know what I mean? So it's just more time with my kid, more time for yeah. life, which is like probably the best version of retirement I'll get is like w- still working, but hopefully more remotely. Yeah. Where I more have CEO, staff and like, I can, yeah. Be and like just like oversee all of the things. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. like different streams of revenue. So like I can yeah. set up my kid and we can, you know, really love travel. My kid's taken to travel really well. Oh, that's great. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the goal, the five-year goal is, you know, to spend winters in like NICA or something. Beautiful. And just, I hate winter. My kid hates winter. Yeah, I hate winter. I'm I not a skier. Winter. He has no interest in like skiing or skating. I can't. But we love water. So, you know, if we can do Why virtual not? school when he gets a bit older yeah, and, like, and make it work, like, I hate that people are like, no, we can't leave because they're in school. It's like, why don't you make school work yeah. for you? Work with the teachers and, you know, the admins. There's so and many if, options now. Yeah. Or maybe we do homeschool yeah. for three months and they just give me the packages and the curriculum if that's not an option, you know? Yeah. So like, but why I feel not? like you need to make your life work for you because I don't want to be home every day and yeah. every month. I want to travel and like take my kid and, you know, like when he's nine, I've, I've already started planning a trip to Africa. Like, oh, I that would be cool. Like, yeah, Giraffe Manor, I've been obsessed with. Have you ever seen it? No. no. So it's this beautiful manor. It's insane. Like, it's not cheap by any means. But essentially, in your room, you wake up and you have breakfast and the windows open and then, like, giraffe heads just come in and you have breakfast with them. And they're all over the manor. And it's, like, Gosh. it's, like, sustainable. It's not, like, a zoo. It's, mm-hmm. like, they take really good care and like a rescue type situation? Kind of, yeah. yeah. It's in Kenya. And it's like, oh, I've been cool. obsessed with it for ages. So I keep forcing like giraffes on Bowie. But I want <laughs> them to be. You will love yeah, giraffes. Yeah, you, they are your favorite animal. But I'm like, hey, do you know why their tongues are purple? It's like, why? It's like, so they don't get sunburned. Because they're always eating leaves and stuff. Oh. Like this, right? So I'm trying to make it like educational, but also oh, like. Oh, smart. But it's going to be a that. core memory. So I need them to be a bit older. Like. I'm not yeah. spending yeah. that money on a four-year-old. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't yeah. either. Like, no. You don't deserve it yet. <laughs> but I also think that's even, that's more educate, all about school. Yeah, I get it. It's important. But if yeah. you can actually give your kids or yourself the, like, traveling and experiencing things, that you're learning way more from I think that. it's the best bang for buck. Like, and also, like, if you can find, like, an outreach or some sort of volunteer sector, too, mm-hmm. if you're oh, in a place yeah. that could benefit from it Mm -hmm. then you're also showing your kid it's good to like give back if you have excess um which you know we're not millionaires by any means but if we have a bit we always try to donate to like friends causes or kids that are raising money for stuff or whatever especially community wise but i think it's yeah not i mean you know sometimes it's twenty dollars because that's all we can spare that month but But, you know sometimes it's yeah or even just time right Mm -hmm. like yeah but yeah he's a he's a smart kid but i think yeah make life parent not a parent you're turning 28 
what do you want 28 to be? You know? Yeah, I don't know yet. Yeah, that's when you I know what like, you want. Do you? You want to buy property? I oh. do want to. I do want to buy a property. You want to start farming again? I think yes, I do. Oh, yeah. so see, maybe start like and also like manifestation. I, I I thought it was trash, and then people started talking about it on this podcast, and now I write down manifestations. Who am I? I know. Crazy. See, but you're evolving, and like honestly, if it doesn't work, who cares? Yeah. But if it does, it's a very simple step just to make a really good like energetic connection mm-hmm. with your future and getting it out there. I think is awesome. Yeah. It's like, like writing things down as a list. Yeah. Because yeah. in my brain, it's like, if I have all these things brewing, oh, yeah, I get right. anxious. Yeah. So if I put them down on paper, then it's like, okay, like I can make mm-hmm. this real. I need like a vision board. Oh, those are fun. Yeah. And you can even do them just like on your phone yeah. now, like on Canva that's and what stuff. Pinterest is for yeah. me. Yeah. Oh, that's right? a good idea. I should do that. And then like think about it. Like, you know, that's your. It's like, what it's, am I it's doing your today to fulfill blank yeah. canvas? 27 was a year, like a lot of shit happened. Yeah. But I think yeah. 28 is going to be great. But you learned so much. I did yeah. learn a through lot. the shit. And there's always going to be shit, right? There's like, let's be honest. There's always going to be shit. Life is a difficult, Life is, sneaky bitch. Oh, like, shit. Just when you think you're, bitch. like, sailing, they're like, oh, just I'm going to throw this at you just to make sure you're okay. Well, you're like, damn it. Yeah. <sighs> you're like, the come best. on, universe. Come yeah. on. Let's I was just like, I just want to have a baby. And then yeah. it was like, global pandemic. And yeah. I was like. Yeah, this no is what I thought. Still oh. working. Yeah. yeah, in a condo, which is the size of a peanut. And you're like, <sighs> fuck everything. Lord help me. That's there was a lot wild. of wine that year. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> so when did you make the? You really haven't been in the county that long, then. No, this is our third summer. Damn. So we um, we've been coming here on and off for years. And then as a kid, I went to a camp not far from here. Um, but we made the full time move. Um, July, July, August, 2021. Okay. That would be 21 summer, 22 summer, 23 yeah. summer. Yeah. Wow. So not quite three years. Or yeah, I think. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Don't I, it, math. I don't do math. <laughs> no. <laughs> but yeah, so like. That was, that's a big transition. And Bowie would have been what? One, two, he was, one. Yeah, he was baby. He was like still like, I mean, he was walking and talking, but yeah. he was like his formative years have been. Here yeah. with like outdoor space and oh, like so you nice. know so cool. cool daycares where there was like um, prey mantises and like turtles and frogs and like an experience awesome. you would never get yeah. in the city. Um, and just we've knocked it out of the park as far as like daycares and people that have become friends and like now like preschool is awesome. And so we've been and then a lot of our friends had already moved out here in oh, the last okay. few years. So yeah. us moving, it wasn't like we had to start from fresh. We had a lot of friends that we've known for years in the city that, you know, used to party with and hang out. And now we all kind of had kids and made this transition. That's cool. And even people we didn't know were really like super welcoming and like offering referrals Mm -hmm. for for work and stuff. Like just kindness. I think um, the county has that. Instrumental kindness. Yeah. Yeah. We talk about that. I think we've mentioned it a couple times where it's like you go to the county and there's like kind of like this community Mm -hmm. where it's like you kind of want to help each other out. Yeah. Yes, there's, yes. I mean, some of it's hard, too, because there's a part of it that also makes, they make you um, 
known that you're not welcome, like you're not ever going to be county, yeah. which we know and they call us, which I thought was quite clever. Cidiots. I was like, city it? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so I was trolling a Facebook thing because I was like, wow, this escalated really quickly. And then someone was like, oh, the city, let's go back. And I was like, I was like, oh, that's us. I was like, that's funny. It's definitely like a certain, uh, it's not all city people, but no. there's like that city and you're like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, the people I know are just like very caring, very yeah. like respectful. They're trying to make you know um but yeah i mean there's there's assholes everywhere right yeah build lives and make the community better and like and we wanted to take our kids out of the city and we still visit often Mm -hmm. but like this is a really nice community and place on earth like it's paradise in the summer and fall winter yeah Yeah, hard pass on that yeah but you know it's beautiful and there's there's water and there's green and there's parks and there's yeah forest and nature and yeah all those beautiful things that's that you so look important. for. Yeah. But then you're still close enough to the city that it's not well, like... Well, that's the thing. And even like Kingston, you know, like if you need to go to Costco or just you want like right some there. city living and don't want to yeah. dive, you know, yeah. there's some great restaurants. They oh, have yeah. ramen there now. Oh, Do they? they have it's Kinton. Mm. I miss, I I miss um, good dim sum. Oh, yeah. I haven't found that yet. Napanee. Okay. Whoa. Really? That's not far from me. It no. is. Oh, you got to send me that because oh, I'm like, I crave so it on the daily. Now I want to go. And I buy I frozen stuff and try to like make no, it as fast same. as possible. So it's like they still it's kind of like still I'll send it to you the link, yeah, but it's me. so effing good. Oh my god. Holy crap. Like Shumai and all that. Like I'm so excited. I love Shumai. Oh my god. God damn it. Now I just I, I used know, to live I'm in sorry. China. I used to live in China. I lived in Kensington Market. So oh, we man. used to do yeah. All of it. All like oh. just love oh. life. Yeah. Ew. When I was yeah. Oh god, I've like Anytime I go to the city, I always order like dim sum and sometimes bring some home and then like really good Italian takeout. Oh, yeah. I love pasta, but sometimes I just don't want to make it. So tonight we're going to one of our best friend's house where we always stay. And he's like, what do you want for dinner? I was like, I think pasta. Like I've had pasta in a while. And then we'll always make a dinner for him and his family. And then we're going to Snoop Dogg tomorrow. That's so, the so ki- fun. The kids will have McDonald's. <laughs> I just want Taroni so Oh, oh my God. God. Okay, I will try and get Taroni and I'll try and bring you guys some back. So good. Or, or I'll cook for you and try to remake Taroni yeah, favorites. Yeah, try that. Okay, so I get yeah. your emails every week with your menus. Yeah. And I'm just like, I want this so bad. Like all of it. So what's yeah. the email like? Is it recipes in the email? Uh, it's just like like meal drop. So I'll do in the fall winter, I do city once a week and then um, like county, county, oh, quinty. Okay. So it's meal delivery. So it's like a set menu every week with obviously like keto, vegan, mm-hmm. gluten free, dairy free wow. options. And there's like a fish, there's a this, there's that, there's a bunch of salads, there's vegetables. It's all very seasonal, like because we have a small garden and then we love going to the farmer's mm-hmm. markets, but we've really taken to it too. Um, and then you just kind of pick your portions and the stuff that you want. And then I deliver it, make it and deliver it through the week. So then Do families are team pe- or is this just you? It's just me. But I, I staff <laughs> events when I can. But there's also no staff at the county. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like. That's insane. That yeah. sounds like you're doing the job of 100 people. This is very hard to comprehend. <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand either. That's why I think I have ADHD. (laughs) You're just like, I got to do it. I'm doing it. Also, I have like chronic insomnia and like, and uh, chronic PTSD. So, but I think in my head, they all really work well together. And they just like, I'm just like four in the morning. I'm like, let's get shit done. And then like, but then at nine at night, unless like we're out for dinner, I have friends over. I'm like, and scene. Yeah. 
you know. Like, oh, yeah, no. I may not sleep well or whatever, but I love just like laying, laying in bed down, and like just either like, a book or like yeah. I like playing crosswords oh, or nice. like watching like friends because it's like so, it's like a hug. Yeah. And then I just kind of lay there and I'm just like, I probably won't sleep for two hours, but Lord, I yep. love bed. <laughs> like, I love my, like, I will get into bed at 10. I will not be asleep till 12 or 1. Right? I will lie there And then peacefully. like when you throw in fresh sheets oh, and a little lavender spray so, honestly. and you don't need the air con and the windows are open, then you're oh, like, beautiful. Ah, this is the so good. fall weather when you just oh, crack the window, yeah. it's a little oh, bit too cold. Oh my God, girl, you're so speaking good. my language. That's my so favorite. Bad. Like mm-hmm. I was talking to someone yesterday that I'm ready for fall. Like unless I'm on the water or have a pool, which neither of those things I have. This heat doesn't do anything. No, nope. like I no. just, I but I like so grumpy. Me too. Because it's hot. It's too hot. I There's don't. no. Like this year is the year that my boobs have finally decided to rebel against me in the heat. <laughs> what do they do? I've never had is there, like, is screaming. <laughs> it's under boob sweat oh, rash. I've yeah. never had this in my life. Oh. This year, I'm like, what the fuck is going on with my body? I hate just everything. Be rashy, like, and oh. I'm just grumpy, and it's like it's not letting up. No. It's like it rains, no. and it's kind of okay for like two hours, and then it's hot again. And I'm like, I hate this. Why? So um, when Bowie would have crazy rashes, so if you toast flour okay, and then put it in like a shaker, like yeah. a talc, that'll help like the oh. friction and um, the aggressive nature of a rash because rashes are unpleasant. So yeah, so it kind of takes the moisture and then also like soothes it because it's very like, yeah. So okay, well, I'm going to do that. that. a yeah. hot tip. I like yeah. that. Hot I've... boob sweat tip with Rachel Bees. <laughs> It's new. It's your new adventure. <laughs> new business launching tomorrow. <laughs> All about boobies. Bees, bees on boobies. <laughs> I really hope that happens. <laughs> Me too. Sorry, Dad. Uh, but you do. Can you tell us more about the prop boutique property management of? Uh, another another thing you have yeah about well it. again like I think like it's it's, it's it'll be a slow grow mm-hmm. like it's not mm-hmm. and um we want to do it as authentically as possible but essentially uh boutique property management so like STA stuff like a lot of people go away for the winter or stay in yeah. Toronto so yeah. just like having some really good people that can do like yard maintenance and winter and like us just going in and because you gotta check the pipes and like yeah. all yeah. that because you like there's you know pipes that's freeze. a nightmare yeah pipes it's a thing. Uh, it's a thing. Oh, it's a thing. But then the other side of it, we really want to use. So my business partner, Layla, is amazing. She's an educator, but she also has STAs in the city. So she has that part. She's very good with like math and business. I'm good with business. And then also we want to provide our clients, um, STA clients, with so people can walk in and have like a welcome charcuterie and local wine. Oh, as oh that's they come cool. In. If they have kids, we can get them a beach pass and like some little buckets and mm-hmm. like have some snacks ready for them or mm-hmm. do like an on-site dinner or make reservations. Or also we have some great clients, um, you know, Beauty by Injection, yeah. Yeah. Sam. So she has a place in, P- in Picton, main character. So, you know, they go and do, you know, the IVs yeah. or facials or whatever. So Love Sam we so have a much. girl that does like tan all the run stuff. We oh, have like, cool. you know, so yeah, using local cool. talent and yeah. businesses Again, we want to support our mm-hmm. new community and then just making it so if you don't know the county, you can come in and essentially just turn your brain off and have like the fridge stuff with snacks. Your kids are happy. You have a reservation. You know, your yeah. beddings are clean. You know, you can go so get it's a like facial. a whole like, cons- yeah, concierge, like a concierge service. Yeah, oh, exactly. Cool. Which not a lot. Of, I don't 
think there's anything like it here. There isn't. I don't think so. Yeah. So we thought that would be kind of cool. And then, you know, we can set up their listing and we have a photographer. Oh, that's So they can update their their Airbnb listing. And then eventually we want to work with Airbnb and maybe do some experiences. And Oh, that's a really really great idea. There's so many good things in the county. But if you have a family or you don't know, it's nice to have someone that knows a little bit of the mm-hmm. inside to be like, oh, you love tacos. You love antique markets. There's one at Sunday at the drive-in. Also, there's a drive-in. Yeah. You know, yeah. like just stuff like you might not necessarily know or it might feel like a bother to kind of like whatever it might be too busy, but this way we can. Well, this way it's like you don't have to like be like, okay, like this might be good, but we don't yeah. know. And like, then you're wasting mm-hmm. time and money and like we do all the work. So you literally just. It's like my brain can't you plan a vacation. In, no. You're done. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I, ugh, I need yeah, that in my key, life. I need someone yeah, to do that. Exactly, right. yeah. yeah. So I need that for my life. <laughs> yeah. Be like, okay, you're going Plan on vacation. This is going to be your 9 a.m., your 11. Like, I'm also going to be life coach tomorrow, too. Oh. Starting fun. on. I'm like, I'm ready. Life coach. I was like, I'm I would like, totally. Let's just drink wine and sunbathe. <laughs> I think that's life coach life. Like, that's great. Also, think, pizza is a good food group every yeah. day. Spicy margarita and a oh, meat, like a, yeah. a, a pool. Yeah. Because I don't like things touching my feet. No. I'm like uh, the only the only time I was swimming in the lake, but we were like, it was like sand. There was no like seaweeds. Mm-hmm. Like I'm okay with that. And then if you swim far enough, you can't see anything. But that like I like out. oceans and seas better because like if I'm gonna die by a shark, at least I have like the three seconds to like make peace with it because I can see it. Yeah, like, I can see it. It's fine. You know, I wouldn't even be mad about that. Me neither. Because I'm, I'm like, like I'm in the ocean. You're I'm just floating, doing your job, man. And happy. Yeah. I'm just be like, yeah, I'm okay, on your cool. turf. Yeah. 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 Life is um, good. <laughs> yeah. So that's like, that's, that's, that's the really cool. Fresh eyes. That's yeah. very cool. Yeah. Um, I creeped your Instagram. Oh God, I'm sorry. All the time. <laughs> Constantly. But you always like, you talk about the power of female friendships. Yeah. And I just want to like dive into that. Be like, cause I think that a lot of the time, like we're pitted against each other. Yeah. And I think that's bullshit. Yeah. Because the amount of cool shit that women can do together. Yeah. Is like, it's like, it's so powerful. I just read posted something on my stories and I thought it was just simple and magnificent. It was like, people on the bottom are competing, but the people on the top level are collaborating. Yeah. Like just like how your mind works. Cause when you have the strength of women or men or Mm -hmm. they or them or people, You can do different things and then like even just like making the company with Layla, her strengths are awesome mm-hmm. and then my strengths and then we work well together, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, female friendships, honestly, like <laughs> I'm just going to try not to cry. We have been like, I still have old friends of like 20 plus years that we're still friends. Like one yeah. of them was up last weekend and we got a babysitter, went to the Royal. We're like, holy shit, we haven't had dinner, the two of us without kids in like a very long time. So yeah. it was nice for both of us. Um, and then friends that were acquaintances that have become solid crew of female friends in the mm-hmm. county. And we all have kids around the same age. So we've brought back the adult sleepover. Nice. Where we get to have wine and not worry about driving or taking cabs. That's so smart. The kids play together. They eat together. They sleep together. And then we just stay up and, you know, take an edible, have some good life chats, have a cry. <laughs> You know, the husbands are just like, you do you, or sometimes they come out and just like, but it's just such a like, every time you leave, and I've heard this before, like, if you don't leave someone and feeling better about yourself or like uplifted or like refreshed, then that's not a good friendship. Um, 
So yeah, female friendships, I think it's important, like even in a new relationship or whatever, like your females are your soulmates, you know, like, yeah, and you know, they, they, they're there when you need them. Even if you don't tell them, they just, you know, they're just, they just know they're your sisters, you know, and you can be real with them and be like, I fucking hate my kid or like, oh my God, work sucks. Or I just want to run away from life or, you know, they're with their, their relationships and, you know, like, it's just nice to have a sounding board that there's no judgment and it's only like. They just want to see you succeed. Yeah. You know, and like you said, like what you can accomplish, like personally, professionally. Mm-hmm. And but I've also had some, you know, experiences with really fucking toxic women. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't have, have time for that anymore. You know, the shit I've heard them say about me while, you know, I've given them time and friendship. It's just like. No. One, one, <laughs> there's this one that I've had a lot of problems with. And I heard that she was telling people I had a sugar daddy. Can, how could I afford all this? And I was like, dude, Sick. I would fucking take a, sh- I love I a sugar would, daddy. I was I like, I that. wish that was true. But actually, it's just I work 24 7. Yeah. And that's how I can pay for stuff. But thank you for belittling a single mom that I can't, yeah. you know, get my shit together. But, but also, if you have a sugar daddy, there's nothing fucking yeah, wrong with nothing that. Wrong no, with nothing that. wrong get with it. that. Especially if he doesn't live here and he just sends you money and that you never have to see great. him. <laughs> That's all I want in life. <laughs> I just want. Where do we find them? I don't think they exist. Oh. They do. Do they? Oh, yes. Oh. <laughs> Let's talk more about that offline. Sorry, Dad. <laughs> um, this was magical. Thank yeah. you. Did we miss anything that you want to talk about or shout out? No, I think just shout out to you guys for having me on. Oh, thank you. And just shout, shout out to, to like yeah. our Prince Edward County and Toronto crew. Like, people make life worth it all the shit and the highs and the lows and i think if you have like a good solid like new friends old friends yeah community i think you know most parts can be pretty decent even when you're in the shits of it (laughs) yeah you know that's it that's all i got awesome i'm just gonna shut her down cool shut her down shut her down shut her that was amazing oh i think that was my favorite episode and that's a that big, is a bold statement. I know you haven't even heard it yet. I, I know it's not it. even done being edited yet. I haven't but even I, started editing <laughs> it yet. It is Wednesday at ten thirty. So I, I really do think I think just I think just coming and having somebody understand the single parent struggle, mm-hmm. um, and not so much right now like with Lincoln and stuff because like I have so much support with Lincoln, but when it was just me and Kate, it was rough. Mm-hmm. Like and it was hard. And it's like, I know, I kind of, it just felt nice to be like, oh, okay, like more than just me was feeling this at the time and that like my feelings were valid and that, you know, you can create a community of cool, like parent friends and, you know, struggle through everything together. Yeah. I think that's uh, one thing I love about this podcast is I always feel like I'm the only one, which is not true. But again, social mm-hmm. media puts like everyone is just putting their best foot forward. And I think we like to be pretty honest on here about our struggles and life and doubts and whatnot. But I just her coming in and being so honest and what she Mm -hmm. shares is so honest. And I was like, yes, thank you. Yeah. Keep that up. Yeah. That's what I think. That's what I love about our guests is that we get the honesty out of them. Mm -hmm. Or we try to. We try. We try to get the nitty gritty, like the dirty details. Yeah. But not even like dirt. No, just like, like... what be like yeah it's what hasn't gone perfect and what do you struggle with that we may probably a lot of people are struggling with yeah and then it's like you see how people take 
that trauma and the hurt or whatever struggles they're going through and they make it into something beautiful. Mm -hmm. It's just a great transformation. And honestly, props to anyone out there who is in a struggle, is getting out of one, is like ebbing and flowing in one. It is rough. And as long as you're just given a little bit, like... You can only do what you you can can do. You can only do what you can do. I said this to Jeanette because... I went off my antidepressants. I probably should stop talking about this, but I'm not going to. No, I went off my antidepressants. I was on my ADHD meds, which was great. And then I realized, oh, I still have depression. That didn't fix it because I have ADHD and depression. Shock. <laughs> Are you on two now? I'm on an ADHD. I'm on Vyvanse and I'm on Wellbutrin. Okay. So I went on Wellbutrin, but I was already in a depressive episode and then I went on Wellbutrin. Went to see my lovely therapist and I was in a hot mess of a state just Mm -hmm. sobbing and she's like well didn't you like didn't anyone tell you that like wellbutrin gets real bad before it gets better and I was like no and that's the thing with antidepressants like when you go on any antidepressant they're like it could get a lot worse before it gets better wellbutrin apparently like really takes you down and she's like but if you can just get to that good like if you can work four week mark she's like it'll be really good and it is I feel great yeah, I know it won't last forever. I get that. Ebbs and flows. But what I realize now that I'm doing well is like, I'm so hard on myself when I'm going through a depressive episode because I'm like, why can't I just, it's it's not that hard. Like I just need to like go to work and like work out a little bit and walk. But when you're depressed, it like literally impacts your body. Like your oh, body hurts. Yeah. You're exhausted. You don't have the capacity to do all the things. I think we... I had this talk yeah. to like the other week where it's like the way people like form tasks and habits. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I already have ADHD. So like brushing my teeth isn't just like get out of bed, brush my teeth. It's get out of bed, you know, like walk to the mirror, make sure I don't have any like crazies. It's on my face. Then I brush my teeth. Then I floss. Then I rinse. Then it's like a hundred different tasks instead of realistically getting out of bed and brushing your teeth mm-hmm. and it's like you add depression onto that and it makes it like it's so daunting. literally impossible and that's tie this all back into our intro yeah that's where all my dental anxiety came from because I was so depressed for so long that I wasn't regularly brushing my teeth yeah and I was so terrified to go in and be like oh yeah your teeth are fucked and then be mm-hmm. embarrassed by it but it's like turns out they weren't they were fine yeah, but I think that's it. I remember I I, uh, I think it was like a TED talk or something. And she said, if you are so depressed that you can't cook, like order food, if you are so depressed that you can't get up to put the dishes away, like keep the Ziploc bags in your room and put your plates in those bags. Into so Ziploc bags, yeah. Flies. Like there's things you can do. Yeah, there's life hacks. Yeah, just, just hack it so it works for you because you will get out of that situation even though it feels like you're not going to. Yeah, and worst comes to worst, you can throw the dishes out. Yeah. Or you can get paper plates. And I think- Like, d- there's for, no shame in that. For me personally, the, the hard part about depression is people can't, like, they can see it. Like, obviously, I'm at a very different energy level, but for mm-hmm. the most part, it's like, I'm always like, I'm just tired. Like, that's what, when people are like, are you okay? I'm like, I'm just tired. Um, But- it's it's daunting oh yeah like I'm not sleeping right now and it's like hitting me yeah and it's like I can tell now that like 
me not sleeping is starting to impact like my mental health. And I'm like, and it does. And that's, that's yeah, it's been part. like two thirty three AM every night for the last three nights for no reason. And I think it's getting better, but we are in a society where you're kind of expected, like as a child, I was always just expected to push through my mental health. Oh yeah. Because it, but I think I, that's all we knew then too. Yeah. And I think it is getting better. Like you can take mental health days, like they count as sick days, but it is hard still because if people don't have depression or have anxiety or have mental health struggles, um, or like really bad mental health struggles, trying to explain to someone why you can't do that at that point in time is like... It's like when people don't understand it, it's a legitimate disability. Yeah. Straight up. Someday. It's like, it's not as easy as just being like, okay, we'll stop being lazy and get out of bed. Oh my God. If I could, after I got like officially diagnosed with anxiety in high school, the amount of freaking things people got me that said, keep calm and carry on. Fuck you. I was like, I would love to keep calm and carry on. Or people being like, just think positive thoughts. I'm like, you don't think I would love to do that? That'd be great. Go in nature. <gasps> Go on a walk. You'll feel great. No, I won't. No, I'm going to be a grumpy ass bitch and hate myself throughout that entire walk. But I'm still going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to go on my mental health But I'm walk. still going to be fucking bitchy at the end of it. And yeah. I'm still going to feel like trash. Yeah. So uh, don't tell me to go for a walk. I already know to go for a walk. But if you are depressed right now or going through a mental health struggle, go for a walk. Okay, <laughs> I will slap you. Uh, just I'm just kidding. You're doing great. Honestly, you can only do what you can do. And you can ask for help. If that means, yeah. Also, shout out to frickin' Jenny. What'd she do? I was de- I was in a depressive episode, but I was trying to get out and like do things. And I saw her a couple times and she knew something was wrong. She invited me out to lunch when I was like feeling better. And she goes, are you okay? And I was like, I wasn't, but I am now. And she's like, I was worried about you. And I was like, my heart. Thank you. That's so, why I didn't go out that day. Yeah. So I was feeling the big sads. It's always nice to have that person. So be that person to people. Yeah. Check in on your friends. Yeah, check in on your friends. Make sure your friends are okay. I don't want to toot you're not our okay. own horn, but I feel like this is our best intro extra ever. <laughs> we like went on rants. We I, talked about yeah. mental health. I, think, I feel just it's good vibes all around here mm-hmm. right now. Again, though. We have been lacking on our socials posts. We know we need to do more videos. We have launched a starboard Instagram, which is taking on a lot of time. And we have um, the government plan. is ruining my fucking life. Yeah, the government. <laughs> the government. <laughs> I get it. So there's a bill called C-18, mm-hmm. which um, is, I don't fully understand. I watched videos on it, but it's pretty much so now the CRTC, the, um, the broadcasting people, Regulation board. They Council. want Meta and Google and like all these big conglomerates to pay Canadian content creators to to put their our content on their sites. Yeah. Meta said, fuck, "Fuck you, fuck you! I'm not doing that. We're blocking. We're gonna block it all." Which is okay. You know what gets me though is it's not just Canadian content creators technically that they're blocking. It's only news. It's only news. So, so if anybody else is a creator on Facebook, you're fine. fine. But if you're news, news, you're fucked. So we have in Quinty at Starboard, which is a news site. So our currently our Instagram is blocked, which means no one in Canada can see what we're posting. And that will go on to Facebook. Yeah. So we're trying to noodle ideas. So if anyone out there is having the same issue, let us know. Let's chat. Let's come up with some ideas because it's terrifying. Um, 
So that's fun. We're I think that's why I'm so like chaotic and a little bit depressed right now and not sleeping. Well, we're just constantly trying to figure out a solution to it. But there's no actual like the best part about all of this is is that they're not telling us that. they're not talking to us at all. Like there's no update. There's updates from Facebook in that when you get a notification on your Facebook saying that online news is going to be blocked in Canada, that is also the first time that the news we're knowing about it are finding out about it. And what you know is what we they're not giving us any more information. Like there's n- no communication. So, like not even from the ones that are negotiating with the government. We will ask that if you do use Inquinty, bookmark that. Bookmark it. Save, save it. it as an app on your phone. We don't have an app yet, but we may get one eventually. We're working on it. Just, uh, yeah. So that's anything also a you thing can do to with. support local news. Like not even in just this area. If there's independent news sources that you love to like follow, like there's in Quinty for local stuff. If you read, uh, if you want national news that's independent, the Maple is really great. Mm -hmm. Um, If you want another news podcast about Canadian stuff, it's Canada Land is Mm -hmm. incredible. And it's all like a lot of Canada Land specifically, I think, is made up of um, X like Bell Rogers oh, that got cool. yeah 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 fired. yeah um and they made their own kind of like reporting mm-hmm. podcast type thing um the other thing is the starboard Instagram and Facebook is live and we're starting to meet the team and our first our first meet the team was John which is bald guy number 1 bald guy number 1 who we talk about a lot also so, your father also my father and uh you can go watch that and learn more about John and He's who so I cute. was raised by He's so cute <laughs> he, <laughs> Yes, I do. He is fun. Um, there's some good like B-roll in that I'm going to pull. I was like, are you excited? And he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> but just like straight up like deadpan. Like deadpan. Not, like, like I was like, Easily okay. could have asked another question and it would have been the same tone. Yeah. Like. It's so funny because he kind of has a resting bitch face. Oh, 100%. And like my friends are always like, I don't think your dad likes me. And I'll always say to my dad, like my friends think you don't like him. And he's like, why? I'm a fun guy. And I'm like, you don't really smile. I thought he hated me just, until okay, I've worked here for eight years. Yeah, I think so. I thought he hated me for seven. It's yeah. He's very like. Uh, until you started working here. Yeah. And I can. He's like undercover weird. My whole family's like my mom and I are like outwardly weird. My brother and my dad are like very well adjusted and like undercover weird. I said this to someone. I was like, I am mentally ill. I'm chonky and I'm short and I'm not well adjusted. My brother, six foot two, fit, firefighting job. So well adjusted, like not phased by things. I'm like, what did I get? Whoever creates people was just like, ha 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 ha, like sprinkling in (laughs) chaos. Oh, anyways. Yeah. It's uh, a situation. No, I had a good chat with your dad yesterday. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. No, it was nice. And then was he was reading guy. the dill pickle peanut nutritional facts. <laughs> Love that guy. Um, anything else? We did we did this a long intro. Yeah, it's a it's a lot. You're welcome. <laughs> we'll uh, see you next week. I believe it's Tasha from Fearless yeah. Fearless Tales. Yes dog training i love i dogs. started training with her she's great she's great she's so great okay have a great week and bye. bye the babies of quinny podcast is recorded and produced at starboard communications home of 95.5 hits fm cool 100 and in quinty.ca